0: backslash AI prompt to get you started now good luck scuba believer, undiscovered entrepreneur episode 2 the undiscovered entrepreneur the podcast where brand new entrepreneurs come to life and could quite possibly be discovered join me dj scoob and the rest of the believers as we help these new businesses become a reality and now away we go Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode two of The Undiscovered Entrepreneur. It's me again, DJ Scoob. (laughs) And uh, today we're actually talking to a gentleman named Philip Hughes. Now, Philip Hughes is a software programmer, and he actually made an amazing program called Elementary Analytics. Now, Elementary Analytics is a program that actually keeps track of all your analytics and all your programs and puts it all in one area which it's really super easy to understand. We'll talk about that a little bit more later on in the program. So Philip actually lives in the UK, and at the time, he was actually the first person I've talked to in the UK, probably the longest distance I've had, and we'll talk about that a little bit too. That's kind of fun. He also talks about his uh, program graveyard, some programs that he actually put together and didn't quite make it to see the light. So. Uh, And just so you know, too, he actually has his own uh, podcast called Find Your Side Hustle. And if you want to listen to that, I'm going to go ahead and put a link to his podcast in the show notes. And he also talks about a couple of his favorite books. So, ladies and gentlemen, Philip Hughes. Salutations, school believers, and we are again here with another great brand new entrepreneur. We're here with Philip. Hey Philip.
1: Hi, Jesse. How are you?
0: Great, great. Thanks for uh, thanks for being on my show. Now I have a really serious question to ask you, okay?
1: Okay. Are you a school believer? Of course I'm a school believer. Who All isn't right. a school believer?
0: <laughs> That's great. We have our next school believer, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much, Philip. Now, Philip, I got to say, I'm really excited about this particular interview because you are definitely the furthest person that I've ever talked to, like ever, not even on a, like a regular phone call. So I'm really excited about having you nice. all brilliant. all the way from the UK. So I appreciate you coming Whoa. on the show. No problem. Thanks for, uh, thanks for having me on. All right. So um, first, what I'd like to do is tell us uh, how long you've actually been in your business and what your business actually is and a little bit about what you do.
1: Yeah, so the business um, in the current form uh, is a software product called Element Analytics. And it was re-released in October 2020 in the current version that we've got now. But the actual idea and the, the initial version is probably about two years in the making. Um, so that's what we do. And Elementary Analytics is to help small businesses, digital agencies, freelance marketers to make sense of the Google Analytics stats. The Google search traffic starts, Facebook insights, Instagram business account, LinkedIn company page. It's all distributed everywhere. And what we're doing with our dashboard is we're pulling it into one place and giving you all your information in one page. So you can see how things are performing, make decisions and see how your marketing campaigns are going. That's it. I know a shell.
0: That's amazing. Uh, analytics is really important, especially if you want to keep your uh, your internet presence kind of in the right place. You got to keep your energies in the right places where you're getting the most hits so you can, uh, you know, make those good decisions as where to put possible money or uh, energy into where you're going to go. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. All right. So uh, what actually made you want to start doing all this? I mean, it's, it's for me, I'm not a technical guy. I'm going to be honest with you. <laughs> so I, I'm sure you have a history about why you, you kind of went all technical and, and came up with this.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course. Um, so I'm a software developer by trade, um, has been doing that, oh God, for about like 15 years now. And what we started doing, me and a few friends started building sort of software-based products on the side to try and get that into a business and and to become our own our own bosses. And one of the products we built was a mobile app, basically. And the mobile app completely bombed; wasn't successful at all, but. Using social media to promote the apps, uh, social media got a, a huge following. So our Facebook page had like 180,000 followers uh, just on that one platform. Wow. So we started to to look at how can we take our audience, get it to our website, and then try and monetize the website and start a business around sort of our content, a little bit of a media agency. Um, so I'd stopped doing a lot of coding in terms of building the apps and things. So my technical skills then moved over to sort of, analysis, looking at our website traffic, looking at Facebook insights, trying to then delve into like Instagram business account information and just see how it all is linked together. Just as an example, if you go to your Facebook page and go, give me the insights for this week, Facebook spits out a spreadsheet that's got 68 workbooks on, and then about 20 columns in each workbook with data. And I was like, how are you meant to make sense of all this? So being a developer, I was like, right, can I put something together that will bring all the stats together and show me like, what key information that i want to look at on a a daily basis and turn it from this three four five six hour job that i'm doing maybe nightly or or weekly to take like minutes and then be able to do it not only for the business account but for my blog my portfolio website when i was trying to do freelance work and just make it repeatable so that's where elementary analytics was born was just trying to solve my own headache and just save myself hours a week so, and then it kind of snowballed into showing it to people. Oh yeah, that's cool. I like that. Can I get access to it? And it's just just been going on from there.
0: That's amazing. I got to tell you, I'm not very um, savvy when it comes to my social medias. Uh, I'm pretty good with Facebook, but after that, I'm I'm pretty much lost. So I'm still kind of teaching myself <laughs> a lot of that. But yeah, um, a couple of things I I really like here. As uh, number one, you found a problem. You you found a problem that most people had. Actually, it was even your own problem, and you took it upon yourself to solve that problem. And that is a, an amazing thing because a lot of people go, "Oh well, somebody, will you know, we'll figure it out," or "I'll I'll just blow my way through it." Instead of doing that, you said, "You know, if I'm having this problem, there's got to be other people in this world having that same problem," and you took it upon exactly. yourself to do that and, and exactly. uh, met the needs of not just yourself but everybody else. So I commend you for that. That's really awesome. I should oh, have the savvy you. to do that. So um I yeah. know you've been doing this for a little bit for a little while, but what are some of the problems or pitfalls you've had and that you've encountered uh, in your journey up to this point?
1: Oh, so many. Um I think one of the things, like we're saying for me is I've started I've got a, call it a project graveyard. I've got all these software products and ideas and website ideas that just don't see the light of day or they've failed. And I think one of the issues I had, and even with elementary analytics, is putting sort of something up front—a a way of testing your idea, seeing if something's going to work before actually building it. So there's been so many times where I've had a, a thought is a great idea, and, it's, and the mobile app startup I was in was a prime example. There was three of us involved, and we all got excited with it, and we thought we we're going to be millionaires within six months, and nobody started using it. Literally, I think after a couple of years, we got about five thousand downloads. The upfront effort to get a mobile app onto the app store was like 12 months of me building something. And also one of my friends actually getting the content together, putting the content to back end every night. So we had all this data to go with it. So two of us, spare time for 12 months for it to fail is, can be really, really hard to take. So I think one of the things I've learned is just to try and validate your idea and see if it's something that people actually want. So elementary analytics isn't, but there's been other things that I've done on the side. So like mobile, any mobile apps I've come up with, I've done a, a little add-in for Outlook and I actually went and spoke to people on Reddit to see if it was something they'd used before I even started thinking about building it. So one of the biggest lessons I've learned is trying to put an effort up front before you build it to validate if, it, if it's going to be worth it.
0: Yeah, you know, getting that uh, smallest viable product out there just to see if anybody will even use it is really important. And just to get other people's opinions and say, Hey, will this work, well, this is good, but can you should probably think about flipping this or or smidging that to make it a product. That's actually from what I've seen so far in the research, I've done, a really, really handy product to have when you need to keep track of your analytics. So kudos to you, my friend.
1: Yes. Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> so, um, I'm sure you've had some kind of uh, influences or people that you looked up to or or anything like that do you have anybody that kind of keeps you moving forward that that influences what you do
1: oh um oh there's so many I think when I started on my journey so about 10 years ago I read I can't remember the exact time I read it and I've just read the book recently so I read the four-hour Workweek by Tim Ferriss and that just completely rocked my world and even recently with a lot of overwhelm I've been having with trying to get the product out there, trying to find customers, get sort of development work done. I've been getting overwhelmed, but I revisited the four hour work week and it's a very sort of misleading title, but it also tried to get you thinking about how you can be productive. Is the thing you're trying to do, is it actually um, do you even need to look at it, do you even need to work at it? Can you forget about it? Um and just things like with me trying to run the products using things like virtual assistants to to do like research for content and and things like that so that's been a really really good book for me to first start as the inspiration that you can actually do something for yourself on the side and figure it all out so I think it it was a good one to get motivated and also a little bit of a a guide and and a high level view of how you you can actually run something just you to get started and not be completely overwhelmed and working 80 hours a week so that was a real inspiration I still look at another good one that got me started again for people looking for inspiration is a gentleman called chris Gillibore who wrote the hundred dollar startup um and again that was a fantastic book because it, it, it wasn't sort of a guide of him saying oh this is how you should do things it's just like um a collection of people's stories that have had ideas or right i need to start a business for myself because I, i've been made redundant um and it's just just a real good and motivational thing that you can just do something out. It doesn't necessarily have to be what you know, what you do. You can you can figure it out for a really, really low amount. I think that's a real real one to get motivated. At the minute, I'm in Russell Brunson's world. So, you know, ClickFunnels and Russell Brunson and .com Secrets. So he's built this very big software product and a lot of people are using it now in a very short space of time. So I'm trying to look at what he does and read his books to try and give me inspiration and a framework. To try and build my software products to similar to how he's done it, done it with his. So that's the gentleman I'm. I'm spending a lot of time listening to his podcast, reading his books, to try and, and learn some skills from from that marketing standpoint.
0: Yeah, you got you have a lot of influences. And I got I got to tell you the the four hour work week and uh, uh, the hundred dollar startup. Those are two books I've read numerous times, and every time I read that book, I come away with something a little bit different, something that I could tweak in my business. Um, that just makes it a yeah. little bit better so and uh, could you explain again
1: the uh, the uh,
0: Russell what was his name Russell, Russell Brunson. what was that again
1: Russell Brunson B-R-U-N-S-O-N so he's the the per- called ClickFunnels. funnels yeah yeah oh,
0: okay yes okay and just so anybody knows that's listening or watching this uh, anything that's mentioned here as far as books or websites or anything like that you will be have a opportunity to look at them in the show notes. I'll have, a, I'll have something in the show notes for y'all to take a look at there and maybe possibly go into those. So, all right, that's great. That's awesome. Now, I know, like you said, you're just getting started. I knew you had a kind of came from a long way from programming to now, but w- when will you know you've made it? I mean, what does that look like to you? When you get to that one point where you say, hey, this is where I wanted to be and, and I'm finally made it. What, what does that look like to you? When I quit my job, Aha.
1: basically, that's it that's that's the i, I, I have a, a number for the monthly subscribers i want for the product and but also yeah to to quit my job and the the, the number the target wants the product and so the number to be able to quit my job is actually is actually a lot lower so i think i've got two sort of goals immediately um yeah they, they, they quit the job and do it do it full time so when you walk into your boss and say
0: hey I'm sorry, I can't work here for work for you anymore because I'm making too much money doing this. See you later. That's that's when you know you've made it, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's the dream. And like I think the four-hour work week is again going back to that book. Is it's about you know doing doing things on your terms. And I think for a while I've been uncomfortable with being basically told what to do. So I want to do what I want when I want for as much as I want and, and stuff. Um, so yeah, so that that's the motivation definitely. It sounds like you're I'm looking. Make it.
0: Yes, absolutely. It sounds like you're looking for freedom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. I, then we, I think all of us entrepreneurs really are looking for that freedom to be able to do what we wanted to do, to be able to take that walk, to be able to spend time with our family and our children and nurture them instead of working eighty hours a week, like you're saying, trading those uh, dollars for time. Uh, just you know, especially for us, it just doesn't
1: quite work. Some people, it's okay, but not for guys like us, right? No, and I think going back to that, I think it came to a head. I worked for a company, um, I'm trying to think a many years ago. So when I first started the mobile app business, I was probably about six months, maybe 18, I was either six or 18 months, I can't remember the time scale. Mm-hmm. And I was basically at a friend's um, stag party, we were going to Spain, so I was going on that, and then I was invited on a walking holiday up to the coast of Scotland in the highlands of Scotland um two weeks later and then um it's blast Riff festival well known in the us it's a big big music festival so then that was a few weeks later and i got invited to that and basically i went to my boss and said i want to do a lot of things i said no you can only do one and we're not going to give you all that time off in a short space of time even though i had the holidays and the company i worked for at the time they they had you working long hours by in contracted basically um and also, then not being able to afford all these three things as well, and i was just like, you know what, this is it now. I'm, I'm, I'm fed up with this. And yeah, that's when I really started pushing, trying to figure this sort of entrepreneurship and side hustle lifestyle out to to, to get time, time, freedom, and trying to be a bit more financially secure as well.
0: Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that's cool. I uh sounds like that was kind of the catalyst that put things together for us. You know, I'm tired of this. Let's start putting some energies into something I know is going to be viable for you. All right. I'm going to, I'm going to throw an example at you. Say that you just happen to run into somebody that's doing, that wants to do the exact same thing that you are, You know, starting your program and business and things like that. What would you tell them? Would you give them any advice? Is there a, a direction that you would point them saying, hey, this is what you really should do to, if you want to do what I'm doing?
1: Um, I'd get them to read the book, Will It Fly? By Pat to basically work out your idea and validate it i think i know we've touched on this but that was the biggest mistake for me and it's it's great as well because it's a good framework and he actually talks about the book if you get actual bad feedback it's not a bad thing it's a good thing so i think you've got this you've got these software ideas you want to do you can go and do them and get them validated one thing i would say as well is i've made the mistake is if you get an idea validated, stick with the path you then want to go with it and trust you, trust your instincts, trust your ideas. Because especially the elementary analytics in the early days, I think I delayed maybe even up to 12 months really pushing it out to people because it was always like, oh, well, it should be doing this or it should be doing this or it's not in depth enough or it's... there was always someone's opinion that was influencing me. And what I'm learning now is basically Yes, listen to the advice, but what you want and what your idea and vision of it is, just stick to it and, and be very disciplined and, and focused on it because no one's going to know more about your product. No one's going to be more passionate about your product than you, and no one's going to be as committed to the product as you. So don't then get disheartened with it because it moves away from what you want. Just stick to your guns and stick to your vision. I think that's one of the the advice I give to people once you once you've validated that your idea has got legs, basically.
0: That's fantastic advice. Yeah, definitely. You know, the book that you're talking about and one thing that that you touched on too, is trusting your gut. I think trusting your gut and because you're the one person that's really putting this together is probably one of the most important things that you should really consider. And instead of, you know, like you said, don't just not listen to everybody, but make sure that you trust in yourself into taking the positive things that you get from other people and incorporating that into, into what you're doing, but you got to make sure you, you check with your gut first and make mm-hmm. sure that sets right with you. So that's awesome. Good stuff. All right. Now uh, something similar, but different at the same time. <laughs> uh, if I was uh, looking for somebody to hire to make a a program like you did mm-hmm. and I have you, but two other people at the same time, that's offering me the same type of deal same type of money similar experience how would
1: you set yourself apart from these other two people for me I respect well to, to do it from like elementary analytics I'm trying to make it act simple and accessible for people and that that is is my differentiator it's simple there's no setup just click a couple of buttons and away you go because even the competitor research I've done and they promote themselves as being easy to use it's not and what I'm trying to, what I'm saying with it, with our product, you can do more with less. So instead of having all these stats that you can go Google analytics, the, I think there's like 205 stats you can get. And people say, oh, you can integrate and tweak it. And you can have this stat. And if you want to tweak it, I was like, no, we show you six stats from your Google analytics. And we've done the research. These are the six simple stats you can look at to easily see if things are growing. My differentiator is simple, accessible. Stats that, that will give you the information you need to get going. Does that answer your question. Is that what you're sort after? Yeah,
0: that's good. That's really really good. That reminds me of an acronym that I always I always hear about called KISS. It's keep it simple, stupid. Yeah, you know. <laughs> and basically, if you get too too much information all at once, there it gets too confusing, and then people get frustrated. Then they just shut the thing up because they don't want to deal with it anymore. And keeping things simple actually has me go back to Steve Jobs. Steve Jobs. Was very big on keeping things really simple in his Apple products when he released them. Where you can actually, I've heard stories where you can go to a third world country and hand them a, a, one of the simple Apple phones or iPads, and they're they're often running. That's wow. how simple it was. And when you have something that simple, where people can do that with, uh, they're a lot more apt to attach to it and and really like it because they understand it. I know for my myself, if I can't understand something, I get frustrated with it. I don't want to deal with it because I just don't understand it. So I just toss it or get frustrated with it and, and walk away. So keeping it simple is really key to what you're doing. And and sounds like you're following that. So yeah, definitely you know, I, I commend you for that. That's
1: amazing. Definitely. I think one of the things as well that that's that's something I wanted again, sticking to to my vision of the product. That's what I wanted. But also chatting with a lot of people who well, I don't look at my Google Analytics because it's just too complicated. And I keep hearing that right, where people set up the website, put Google Analytics on it, and then never look at it. Because as soon as they go into the dashboard, they're like, oh, I don't know what to do. So there's just a massive market to go, here's the five stats you need to look at. Don't worry about it. Here they are. It's gone up compared to last month or it's gone down compared to last month. You need to do something or you need to repeat what you're doing. And, and that's like the simple thing you can just do with it. That's the goal. Awesome. Good stuff. So um, here's, a, here's a good question. And I kind of
0: stole this question from another, uh, from another podcast. So sorry, guys. Um, what is the one question you wish I had asked you, but I didn't?
1: Oh, one question. Um, oh, God. So, well, once the one thing would be, if you had the time over again, would you, would you do it the same way? I think that would be the interesting one. Um, oh, I
0: like that one. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to officially ask you that question.
1: Mm-hmm. Go for it. Um, no, I wouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it goes back to the, um, I think it goes back to trusting your gut, trusting what you are having the vision with it, because I think I've touched on it, that I, I delayed the, the the 12 months, the six months of the 12 months. And it was kind of from listening to people's advice, but I think it was also just like imposter syndrome, or you're scared of it being out there, is One of the features that I wanted in elementary analytics was like this, simple one-click reporting. And I was convinced that that was going to be the best bit of the product. But I I took too long to do it. People kept saying, oh, I'm not sure about that, blah, 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 blah. And that just delayed it by, I reckon, about 12 months. Now, if it had just gone, built out that reporting, got it in there, and then got it out to people, because when I finally showed the reporting software to people, that's when they signed up. One girl was like, right, can I register today? that'll be brilliant to serve my clients and it's going to save me 10 hours a week for me that is the one thing that I thought was going to be the key to it but I didn't act on that feeling or that gut. I kind of tried to justify it by doing research market research seeing what competitors doing seeing what people say well if I would just done it got it out there I'd probably be 12 months further on or god knows what the product would be like now so I think yeah I think I think it's that one do it do it differently by just just executing i think i didn't execute enough in the early days with with what i wanted from the product so that's what i do differently
0: that actually brings to mind uh, a little saying that i always uh run into especially in instance like this is the best time to plant a tree is 20 years ago
1: but the second best time to plant a tree is today so don't wait i said that to myself this morning about doing a blog post <laughs> i said that about a blog post i was just like Yeah. I've I've, I've said that exact same phrase and it's a brilliant phrase. So I'm glad you brought it up. Yeah. It's brilliant. Brilliant.
0: Awesome. So ladies and gentlemen, my phrase has been validated. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So yeah. And that's the thing too. And I kind of ran into the same thing too. Um, I have the ideas for uh, being a karaoke DJ and a music DJ for probably a good two to three years. And this podcast that I'm doing now has been kind of a, kind of a throw off of the, of that, but I can only imagine where I would be sitting right now. If I would have started this, uh, this whole adventure two years ago, how much further I would have been along, uh, how much younger I would have been at that particular (laughs) time. (laughs) But yeah, so, you know, it's, it's important to do it today. And I, and that uh, goes right into my mantra, which is something that my, uh, my son said when he was six years old, he's 14 now. But uh, I live it by this day and I actually end all my programs with I can, I am, I will, and I'm doing it today. Nice. And uh, to have that come out of a six-year-old really <laughs> kind of puts things into perspective. And to this day, he lives by it. He's gone through junior high, high school, living by those words. And he's doing really good for himself. So I always accredit him for that. So, all right. So my next question is, are we ready? Yep. What? Are your goals for the next six months? What I do is in six months I'm going to contact you again and see if you've reached these goals. So, so Philip, what are your goals for the next six
1: months? Oh, that's that's a tough one. I think. Yeah, I think the first goal you can hold me to is that I've quit my job. That's that's the first one. But I think what I'm looking to get is I want to get to the hundred paying customer mark. I'm still quite early in the journey with it, but. That's what i I really want to do is I think that 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 milestone again the first hundred would be the huge and um yes yeah, something that and that's what i've I've got written down I think on the whiteboard next to my desk it's ten sign ups a week, so I think that is the weekly goal, and that's that's the first real big milestone I want to get to
0: awesome now, what would that mean to you if you are actually able to get a hundred hundred people to sign up what does it what does that actually mean for you?
1: Oh God, I think it's interesting that is the, the biggest excitement is when you get that email alert to say you've got your first paying customer for your software product. And I don't know whether I'll be able to be that feeling. I think it's just an unbelievable feeling. But I think the sort of validation of, of all the effort you've put in to get an a hundred people are like, yeah, I'll pay for you that month on month because I'm seeing the benefit from it. it just mean so much. And I think, for example, the first software product I worked on as a side hustle, I started in 2011. So you're talking nearly a decade's worth of effort. So to be able to, to take all that 10 years' worth of effort, learnings, and start executing on it and getting customers, it would just be a, a massive reward and you know just a massive pat on the back for, for just the, the, the sticking to it, learning, trying, and, and trying to get someone to, to, to have this vision of the freedom that I want and working towards. Yeah,
0: Philip, I'm going to be honest with you. That was kind of a trick question. And the, <laughs> the reason being is I'm actually glad you answered the way you did, because the, the answer I was actually expecting was actually a number. I was expecting, yeah, that means I'll be making this much money. But you didn't answer that that way. You said, you know, that means I have accomplished something for myself. This is the, my authentic self. This is saying... It would make me feel good just to be able to help these people and, you know, have them succeed. It would make me feel good to have them succeed. That's what I took out of it. So you definitely answered that a lot differently than I was expected, but it definitely a lot more positive than I was expected. So I, I hope it comes across to anybody else that, uh, that listens to this and sees that uh, Philip is actually really a true guy at heart and is not looking for that dollar sign. The dollar sign actually is a nice afterthought but really the thought of actually helping somebody first. That's amazing, Philip. I really commend you for that. That's really good. Oh, thank you. All right. So, Philip, we're getting close to the end here. So what I'm going to do is okay. I'm going to let you kind of go off here. This is your time to shine, Philip. Tell us about your business. And this is your time to advertise yourself. Okay, ready, set, go.
1: Okay, so, that's all. Thanks for the, uh, the opportunity. So, yeah, so if you're struggling with um, Google Analytics, trying to make sense of how things are working in your business. So you've got a small business, and it could be an example. I had a friend who's got a jewellery business. In the pandemic, um, obviously, they had to shut the jewellery store, and they didn't even have a website. So he went to everything online, and he came to me and was like, I don't know what to do. I don't know how to look at all these stats. We got him on the tool. He started looking into things. And just one day, he, we were looking at his Facebook stats and how it impacted his website traffic. And he's like, what's that relating to? And what we're we doing, the product, we show what posts have been performing well. And he clicked on it. And he's like, I don't even know what that Facebook post is. And it's the girl that works with him. had done a post. And they ended up getting three sales from it. So if you're struggling with all this digital information and all this stuff that you're putting in, Give Elementor Analytics a try. It's a 30-day free trial, so if you don't like it, you don't find the value of it. I won't ask for your credit card details or anything. Just give it a try and see if you can find these correlations. And for him, he was like, this is brilliant. From thinking that uh, the pandemic is going to ruin his family business that's been going for 50 years, to then be able to go online and then actually see what he's doing is making sales, keeping the business going and be able to transition from a store to being an e-commerce store as well, it, it, was just, it was just great to see someone have this light bulb moment as well and to say, like, we can re- repeat that and we can have sales. So if, you, if, you, if you're trying to sell something online or you're trying to build up your website traffic and you're using social media and you're just fed up of all this information, just give Element Analytics a try. We're really trying to delve deep into five key start street platform that you can just see performance and correlations and things like that. And we recently put in Google search console information as well. So one of the holes we did have in the product was you could see your website traffic and you can see how social media could improve that. But what if people are finding you in Google? So we've put that in as well. So you've got this organic traffic, you're doing a lot of content marketing, you're doing a lot of blogging, that could be impacting it as well. So you can see this like overall shape of your online business using our our tool. And like I say, it's 30 days, free trial, Give, give it a go and see if you can find think those things are working and, and repeat them and grow your business basically
0: that's right now how do we get a hold of
1: you um on linkedin i'll probably be the best place i'm quite active on linkedin so i'll give you my linkedin if you want it to be better in the show notes if yeah you if know, we could, want that. I could put it
0: in the show notes if you feel a little more comfortable doing that that's fine
1: yeah um but if you want to go to the product elementaryanalytics.com and like say thirty day free trial we won't ask for your credit card details you can use it and it's not metered as well so you can use the product um everything in the product, for for as long as you need in them 30 days all
0: right a 30-day free trial ladies and gentlemen just to make sure that you really like the thing so i appreciate that <laughs> philip now not so many people actually do that anymore because they're afraid that they're gonna like steal it or just use it for one thing and then throw it away so but it doesn't sound like this this program's like that at all so <laughs>
1: No, and I think is it is is it mimicking the greatest form of flattery? So if people are stealing it, then I must be onto something. So you're definitely <laughs> onto
0: something. I can tell you that, Phil.
1: <laughs> if you're a business
0: that is less than a year old, please contact me. I'm still looking for interviewees. Give me a message if you want to get a hold of me for anything. Phil, thanks again for coming out. I really appreciate you and appreciate what you're doing. All right, school Oh, thank you. Pleasure, pleasure. All right, all right, believers. Thank you. Have a good night. <laughs> All right, everybody. That was Philip Hughes. Man, I really got to tell you, that was a lot of fun to do an interview with him. He was a great guy. He really. Kind of inspired me a little bit when he started talking about how he really is not interested in the money more along the line of helping people. And I think as entrepreneurs, that's what we really kind of do is we're more interested in helping people and making a difference and helping people out with what they're doing. And like I said, the uh, money just kind of becomes a side product, something that people do just to thank us for helping them. So, yeah, that's good stuff. Another thing he kind of mentioned is executing early Getting that smallest viable product out there just to see if if it's really even going to work or if people actually even are interested in what you're doing before you spend a lot of time and extra money into producing it fully. So always keep that in mind when you're looking to put something out there in the real world. Another thing he mentions that I'm really big on is trusting your gut. Just kind of having that feeling that it's really going to work or if you should really go this way or that way with it and just kind of checking yourself and seeing if it's really something you want to do or if it's really a good idea. So whenever you're not sure about something, kind of sit down with yourself, maybe write it down, and just kind of check your gut. See what it says. See what your heart says. See what your head says. And see if it actually makes sense. And even though he didn't really go into great detail about it, the books he was talking about, The 4-Hour Workweek from Tim Ferriss, The $100 Startup from Chris Guillebeau. Or even the book Will It Fly from Pat Flynn, which is actually one of my favorite books I've read several times. All great information in all those books. And I'll actually have those books in my online store that I have, along with a few other uh, great bits of entrepreneurial tools that you could take a look at in my online store on my website, UEPodcast.net. And a little something on a personal note here. Uh since I've been using Twitter and I'm gonna be honest with you, I've only been using Twitter for about oh probably about two months altogether. I've been kind of afraid to use Twitter because I wasn't sure how it would work, but after watching a couple tutorials and kind of tinkering around with it there, I've figured it out. I hope uh, I've actually talked to some pretty amazing people. I've talked to Pat Flynn, and that's been amazing because he's definitely a hero of mine. also I've been talking to a gentleman named Chris Brogan. Now, Chris Brogan, uh, if you don't know who he is, uh, you need to figure it out because he's a very famous author, podcaster, and entrepreneur. And he made a little proposal to me, and I'm going to be working on this, so if you want to follow me while I'm trying to put this together, uh, he wanted me to put together a 300-person speaking engagement for him. So I'm actually in the process of uh, figuring out how to actually do that. So if you have any ideas or anything, kind of advice you'd like to give me to try to put this together and how to actually put it together, please contact me at my website or on my email at UEPodcast2021 at gmail.com. And the last thing I really want to touch on is uh, Phil's product. Phil's product, Elementary Analytics, is something I actually currently use right now. And it really gives a real in-depth view on your analytics and where they stand and what you should really concentrate on as far as whether it be social medias like Facebook or your Twitter accounts or anything like that. And where you stand on your website and how much traffic it's getting and what you can do to get traffic there. Another little tidbit of information on that too. It actually has a space in there where you can actually look at the posts that you put on and see how they're doing. And that way you can kind of keep track of what to do on your posts so you could actually increase your possibility of getting seen on those social medias so something to take a look at there if you go to my website which is uepodcast.net and go to my online store I actually have an affiliate link there if you want a free trial to see if you like it and possibly get it if you decide to sign up for it I do get a commission but it doesn't have any extra cost to you so it's really a good thing to take a look at so as far as my social medias go you could reach me on Twitter. At DJ 2021, and you're more than welcome to email me anytime, especially if you are a brand new business that wants to get uh, possibly discovered on my program at uepodcast2021 at gmail.com. And if you liked everything that you've heard today, I would really appreciate it if you went to your rating system, whoever you're with, whether it be Apple or Stitcher or anything like that. And put a five-star review in for me or just a couple of good words. I would really appreciate it. As long as you can honestly say that you can do that. I want to make sure that uh, we're just putting in real reviews here. So, all right. That's the show today. Thank you very much for listening all the way to the very end. We will be looking forward to seeing you on episode three where we're talking to a gentleman about his business named Jose Luna. So, we'll be looking forward to that. Thank you, everybody. Have a great day. There, DJ Scoob here, and I just want to personally say thank you for listening to my program. I really hope you learned something. Tune in in two weeks to listen to another brand new entrepreneur. And remember, I can, I am, I will, and I'm doing it today. As a worker of two full time jobs, running a podcast, and coaching, Every minute counts in my day-to-day. It's hard to be consistent in any of my social medias. And at this point, I cannot hire a social media manager. Pinnacle AI to the rescue! I've been using Pinnacle AI for a couple of weeks now. and seeing seen big improvements in my outreach and consistency in all my social medias. Do you want to save time and increase your productivity too? Go to tuepodcast.net backslash AI for more information. Save yourself time and grow your brand. Try it now and see what it can do for you.